0: And we're live. All right. Oh, you know what? Actually, say something real quick. One, two, three. One, two, three. Okay. Your mic is going to work. I hadn't checked. Uh. <laughs> we have a new format here. I think you'll notice Kyle is probably 30 to 40% sexier. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, um, so it should be cool. I do have to sort out how to do like the big screen and stuff like that. But um, for Pete and Killer Nearly, we should be good to go. Let's hear that joke. Oh, God. On the spot. Let's see. I've, I've always got some saved up. Um. Mm, <laughs> what has 6 boobs and 23 teeth? Tell me. The night shift at Waffle House. Ooh, that's a <laughs> shame. Uh, <laughs> uh, there it is. That is true. <laughs> um, that is true. So, I was telling Kyle before the show started that I didn't have any like um, stories queued up or anything? Like I didn't see anything cool this week to share, but he said he had stories.
1: I got crazy stuff. Oh, I, so much shit happened since the last PKN, which was the last time we were live. So um, if you watched the last PKN, my power went out, mm-hmm. and that was kind of the end of the show. Well, it didn't come back on again until like three days later or something like that. Um, I left after a day and a half and flew to Atlanta and got a hotel because i was flying out the next day to go to texas to do some filming and i can't talk about the project that wa- that i was hang on just i can't talk about the reason i went to texas and the video and the main video i filmed because i've still got an nda on that and that's still pending mm-hmm. um... but everything else was the most ridiculous shit i've ever seen in my life all right so this place is called the ox ranch it's in uh... it's out in texas and this it's it's eighteen thousand acres um it's full of african game um there are camels there are kangaroo there are bison water buffalo kudu antelope pronghorn um red deer uh wildebeest white tail black tail <laughs> uh these gigantic cow c- cows called what two or something the horns come out of their head they're like this big around And they're like three and a half, four feet long on each side going out. They look like Satan himself. And they look (laughs) at you like, we're going to have a problem here? (laughs) Because I'll just run you the fuck through, bro. (laughs) They said that sometimes they see these things with dead coyotes impaled. It'll just be the skeleton rattling along on this thing's horn because it's so fucking hardcore. Um, Everywhere throughout this thing, it's like paved paved roads on the main strip. uh, 18,000 acres. I can't explain to you how huge that is. But... There's dirt roads that go out everywhere because it's a hunting thing. You go up in these blinds and 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 you hunt this this uh, this wild game. Well, I started hanging out with the guy that owns this place. He's my age, uh, and and he um. Wait, really? Yeah, he's yeah.
0: wealthy though, right? Very, um, very, and like, a very cool guy. Um, how very fortunate? Di-
1: yeah, yeah. I, like um, I don't know. It seems a bit rude sometimes to talk about people's money but i don't know i guess he's worth like a quarter billion dollars if i'm just guessing something
0: like that so i assume his parents were at one time worth a quarter billion and it passed out he didn't earn that he started
1: the um he i don't know if i he started a hosting company and and it became one of the biggest in the world um yeah he started an internet hosting company when he was younger and uh so he's he's pretty pretty much self-made from what i understand that's and um good and he's a he's a really cool guy really down to earth we were um there was a point when I was like loading watermelons for targets, and mm-hmm. uh, he's he's like, "You're pretty hands-on for a celebrity." And I'm like, "Well, man, I like to get shit done, you know." I'm <laughs> helping my guys load the watermelons, and you know, before I knew it, you know, he was in the truck loading watermelons with us as well, piling them up and stuff. So we hung out with him a little bit during the day, and at night we went back and stayed at these cat this uh, sort of cabin they had out there for us, and it was myself and uh, my my camera crew, the guys from uh, Rack Veteran 8 8, mm-hmm. Eight 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 Eight, and uh, another one of my friends from the past who's an Uh, a tank and artillery expert who was out there uh, and two or three other guys and so we're all staying together we've got a private chef who's cooking three meals for us a day it's the best food i've ever had like the first night i was out in texas in san antonio we went to morton's and i dropped 450 bucks on dinner the ensuing meals afterwards at that cabin were all much better than Morton's. <laughs> it was it was it was like duck with apricot glaze sauce. The first night, and this is how Jurassic Park esque this thing was, <laughs> it was Chilean sea bass, which is the first meal in Jurassic Park, if you remember. They're like, eh. mm-hmm. Well and, and it just kept I just kept thinking of John Hammond as I would see wonder after wonder at this place, you know, spared no expense. They're assembling these cabins. Uh, that have been disassembled from the East Coast, and they're being brought out. Each part is labeled, and they're being reassembled in the correct order. Uh, So there'll be, like, legit cabins from, like, I don't know, the 1800s or something like that. So on the last night, uh, we we were all done with our filming and everything. And uh, and the owner, uh, he comes and he's hanging out with us and we're drinking and eating dinner and everything. And, and, he, and he had been teasing us. He'd been telling us about these caverns that were on the property. He's like, would you guys like to go out and explore some of the caverns tonight? And I was like, totally, man. Let's fucking go. Let's explore those caverns. Let's do this shit.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: we all hop in these, uh, like, we go to his house first. We 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 drive over to the main compound. We, we hop in um, these six-person ATV things like these Polaris and Yamaha, like, six-man big powerful fast atvs go to his house and uh when i get to his house i'm pretty well blown away he's got a beautiful beautiful house his swimming pool was uh 18 feet deep i, oh. I can't i can't describe how nice i would
0: love that that is amazing it,
1: it was crystal clear it was there were two hot tubs built into it and it was so big and long like it was it was a custom-made pool like like it i'd never seen one like it because there aren't unlike it it's custom-made uh, he has a pet wolf outside So I'm like petting the wolf, and he's explaining to me how you tame a pet wolf, and how you've got to like how how they told him that like you have to let it know that when you're feeding it that that's your food. You're just allowing him to eat it. So he's like always putting his hands in the in the wolf's food when it's eating to like keep that mindset going. Hmm. And he said they told him one day if he got sick or weak or old that the wolf would challenge him, and he would have to defeat the wolf to remain the alpha. And <laughs> he's like, so I'm always ready for that, too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and so, and and even better than the wolf, he's got a pet pig, like a wild pig, like a giant three, I don't know, 250-pound boar named Bacon. And this thing is like, comes waddling up to me.
0: Like,
1: and it's like a dog. I'm like rubbing its head and everything. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And they thought it would be funny to mock this situation where I had been fighting it and it had killed me. So I, they give me this big knife and I lay on the ground and they stuff roast beef and cheese in between my two shirts. Uh-huh. And this pig grabs the shirts and starts dragging me across the, uh, the pavement and rips a hole in my shirt like this fucking big. It's, I got video and pictures of that. Um, So then we load up in the ATVs and we start driving out into what I swear to you looks like the African savanna. It's scrub brush, uh, you know, shin high, like tall grass, um, lots of thorns and thistles. Everything's really arid. Not a lot of green stuff. Just lots of cactus and stuff like that, though. Uh, we drive for maybe 15 minutes out into nowhere. There's so many, the air is so clear and there's so many stars and there's so little, uh, light pollution. You can see the Milky Way galaxy through the Mm -hmm. center of the sky. You can see Jupiter, Mars, and Venus. Um, so we, so we get out there finally and we go, we get on foot and start climbing this hill, but it really was more of a mountain than a hill. It took, took us maybe, Almost 10 minutes to get to the top. It was lots of loose chert, which is sort of a granite quartzy type rock. It breaks off into sharp, sharp pieces. Uh, so we're climbing up this thing. It's it's kind of precarious. And we get to the top, and then we start walking along the side of it. And there's a hole in the ground, about as big as a manhole cover. And leading down into it is an emergency ladder. It's like um, it's like aluminum rungs with like that yellow tie strap connecting each one. And uh, he goes down first into the hole and I go in after him and you go down about 30 feet straight down and then you get on your hands and knees and you start crawling for a few feet and then a cavern opens up about twice, about the size of my entire home, Uh, like Hmm. the entire circumference, uh, uh, the volume of my house, like it's big. That's where those pictures were from. There's like
0: stalactites and stalagmites in there.
1: Yeah, like five feet tall stalagmites growing up, stalactites coming down from the ceiling. All this weird growth and had you uh, seen and, them before um, Still I, the, the yeah, I had been on like a guided tour at, mm-hmm. at Ruby Falls in Tennessee, but this was like this guy discovered this cavern himself and he's brought down you know a handful of other people so like it was just. There's there's maybe like 12 living people who have been down there and the one human skull that we found down there. I guess he's kind of been down there too. No we found way. A, we found a human finger bone. There was, black, there was this big black scorpion on the wall, these like white crickets jumping around everywhere. Uh, he gave me a, a uh, stalactite to take home. I've got it upstairs. Uh, the, day before, the day before, I found a fossilized nautilus shell, half the size of my fist. I've got it upstairs. It's really well preserved. I think it's pretty valuable. Uh, they said they never found anything like that there. So we got out of the we got out of that cavern eventually, and it was we're really hot and exhausted, but there's coolers in the ATV. So we 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 got some water and, and he's like, You want to go see another cavern? And I'm like, Absolutely. So we drive <laughs> for maybe 10 more minutes, and we've got our flashlights. These really powerful rechargeable flashlights have like three settings, like high, super high, and blind everything. <laughs> and and we're all rocking blind everything, just just shining them everywhere. And we see like four pigs start running. And the owners in the front pastor seat i'm sitting behind him and we've got a driver and there's another guy to my left he goes pigs so he we tear off the fucking road now, we were on a bumpy road now we're just in the african savannah it's we're <laughs> we're clipping cactus down cutting is this them in off
0: like oakland or something i forget
1: no this is this is i don't know what the nearest town would be it's 50 miles the away.
0: state is it texas? texas 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 okay yeah.
1: And uh, so we're tearing off through the middle of nowhere, chasing these hogs down. He's got his SIG pistol with a laser and a flashlight popping them. Oh. And uh, he wounds a couple of them, got them pretty good. And uh, he gave me the pistol, and uh, I, shot a, I shot a rabbit, which we later fed to his wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we finally get to the second cavern, and it's a, you cross a, a mm. river sort of thing. He's got tons of water on the place, lots of springs and lots of, um, lots of dams and with spillways built in and stuff, like concrete dams and um so we cross one of those the waters like that deep you walk through it and there's like a seventy foot rock face that they're gonna start doing rappelling off of later on so we climb up that a little bit and uh, go up like an eight rung steel ladder and then there's a there's like a cliff uh, face that kind of goes along the side of of this whole thing and just a hole opens up that you kind of duck down and you start walking into and it just starts weaving left and right and up and down And we get all the way to the back of this thing after like climbing over lots of rocks. And it's it's really precarious getting through there. And it was like as far as anyone had ever gone. And I'm shining my light like straight up. And I can see that there's like there's a wall here and a wall here. And they kind of do this number. They kind of go Mm -hmm. back and forth. And I'm like, I'm going up there. So I I like put my back against one wall and my knees against the other. And I start like kicking into the mud. It's like Mm -hmm. mud. Putting my elbows in and like climbing up. I climb up, like, 15 feet into this thing to the point where I'm shining my light down at them, and they're shining theirs up at me, and it kind of opens up again. And I continued onward, like, 20 feet into, like, no man's land where nobody would ever gone before laterally after that, and then it just turned into, like, slick mud on either side, so it's as far as I could go. This
0: is so, crazy.
1: So we leave that place and go back to his house because uh, we're all out of ammo. I, I shot the rabbit with the last couple bullets, and... uh we don't have any more ammo, and there was only a couple guns on the ride anyway, because nobody was prepared for hunting. We just kind of just happened to be carrying guns.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I said, we, "He's like, you want to go back out and maybe shoot some more pigs?" And I'm like, "Oh, absolutely!" Like he's like, he, he, "I'm like, well, we need to arm up though. You got any guns around here?" He's like, "Yeah, I got a few." And like, <laughs> <laughs> double garage doors like fucking open up, <laughs> and there's like four big vaults. He's like, and fucking like night vision goggle helmets roll out, and fully automatic M16s with lasers like and red dots and magnifiers. <laughs> yeah, we load up. We, we 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 arm up to a to a level that I was proud of. It was <laughs> everybody it was really well armed. Like like my buddy's got like a Sega with a big like high capacity magazine coming out of it, and I've got I've got a full auto M16, uh, green like a like a infrared laser, green laser, like visible laser. Mm-hmm. Red dot, uh, magnifier on top of that, and I've got like a tactical sling so I can like make it tight so it's just kind of laid against my chest, and when I want it to, it pulls out to the right length. So I get in the back, pa- back passenger side of the ATV, the faster one this time. He starts driving, and my other buddy's in the front pa- front passenger seat of this thing. And we start hauling ass down these roads again. And it's just the three of us now, and he's driving now, and he's hauling ass. It's screaming over these hills. And he's like messing with his phone. And I didn't know what he was doing, but he was getting like his music uh, playlist up. And all of a sudden, Lil Wayne, this is my gun walk, starts playing out <laughs> of speakers of this thing. It's like, he's just blaring, this is my gun walk. And I, and I'm, and I look up ahead as I'm bouncing along with my machine gun like hanging onto the side of this thing and the zebra are running from us. <laughs> There's a herd of zebra and zonkeys which are half zebra half donkey galloping in front of us like trying to get away from us. And We got these big LED panels blasting Light, making everything in front of us daylight. We, we we got the flashlights going on blind everything mode, and Little Wayne's blaring. And I'm just thinking, the pigs around here must hear Little Wayne and fucking shit themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so we drive all the way to the end of the property, and the whole reason we're going to the end of the property was he said there's this cabin out there, there's this old abandoned house. It's got a few mattresses in it, and the illegals will stop and stay in that cabin sometimes on like a pit stop, you know, further into the United States. And they like to go out there every now and then clear the place, make sure nobody's in it or anything, or otherwise they call border con- control if they catch someone or whatever. Uh, so we get to the house, and he's like, who wants to clear the house? And so I'm like, yeah, I'll clear the fucking house. So I get my gun, and I'm fucking going around corners and stuff with this m 16 and got my flashlight on. And I'm taking it pretty seriously because they really talked about this a lot. And I go in the back room, and I check left first. And then I check right, and there's a guy right there with a gun. He's got a mask on. He's like six feet tall. He's got the gun like pulled up, ready to go. And I'm like, ah! And it's a fucking dummy. He's got a fucking dummy in the corner to mess with people. Oh. There's a person there with a gun like aiming right at the doorway as soon as you check right. Like it was hilarious. We got another guy. got him in there. Scared the fuck out of him. <laughs> so we got down. He's like, he's like you want to drive back? And I'm like, I absolutely want to drive back. So I get in the front seat of this thing, and hand him my M16, and I, I buckle my seatbelt, and I like cinch the motherfucker up real tight. So
0: what is it that you're driving? It's like a... Uh, like a gator type thing? Like a mule?
1: Yeah, but it's really fast. It, it goes about 45 miles an hour.
0: The, the top-line gators do that. but it, So it's something like like a Polaris type it's UT. Polaris. I think it was
1: a Polaris or a Yamaha. I mean, they, we kept talking about it, but he had so many different ones, it was hard to keep track of. He's got a Razor and a Polaris and a Yamaha and he's got like four or five of them and like we wrote a
0: four-wheel drive golf cart with better suspension type thing a utv
1: yeah it goes like 45 it hauls right, ass right um and it had like more seats uh, the one <laughs> more seats on the top but anyway um so i like buckle up and he's like ah, he's in the back so he's like ah, ah, no seatbelts allowed and i'm like that's a yep. horrible rule <laughs> and i'm like you sure he's like yep we all got a match and i was like well we could all match wearing seatbelts he's like ah <laughs> i'm like Okay, that's yours. <laughs> sch- I was like, let me know if you want me to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hauling so much ass. Every time we go around one of these corners, the ass and this thing is sliding around the corners. There's a cliff face off to our left that drops off like 50 feet. And I'm in four-wheel drive, like going up this thing it, as fast as it'll go. I, I, I didn't really let off on the gas. I just kind of pumped the brakes against the gas when I ran, went around corners. And I went until I made all the people in the car squeal. <laughs> uh, by then it was 4:30 in the morning uh, when we got back. Uh, we had left at 11 p.m. at night, and it had been the most ridiculous time ever. Just, uh, I, I have done a lot of cool stuff, but hanging out with that guy out there uh, was a great time. I'm going back pretty soon. Um, he's got, he's got some stuff going on right now, but uh, he's he's buying a few more toys from what I understand. So I'm going to go out there and use a few more things. We also played with this thing. It's called a. Um, a paradigm it's made by a company called Paradigm SRP it's called the Talon and it's a remote control that you oh, hold
0: I see pictures it's going
1: a, it's got a view screen in the middle you've got a, you've got D pads on both sides you've got joysticks on both sides you've got a trigger on both sides um, and you've got two cameras one looks through your weapon. Uh, your weapon sits in this thing it's a gyro stabilized marksman platform is what they call it It spins 350 degrees any direction, up and down. Um, You control it with this controller. Obviously, there's one camera that's mounted to the top of the gun, and it's sort of your wide-angle view. It's sort of if you're playing a first-person shooter, it's what you're. It's looking through your player's eyes, you know. And and then the other the other camera is looking through the weapon's optic system. It's scope or it's red dot or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's your aim down sights mode. I can flip back and forth. I've got picture-in-picture, and I can flip back and forth, so I can go from I can kind of look around with my weapon system just like the jackal if you've ever seen that movie i can look around find my target from wide angle then click a button over here and it quickly goes to weapon side i can like put my crosshairs on it and because it's gyro stabilized we put a guy on the back and had him bounce the cart up and down as hard as he could and i turned the gyro stabilizers off and the crosshairs are just like bouncing everywhere you can't even tell what they're aiming at and i twist a button and i twist a switch and it gyro-stabilizes automatically, and suddenly the crosshairs are just like this, just like barely vibrating. Hmm. So even on the move, I just push a button, and it's shooting a Nemo 300 wind mag across a lake 150 yards, just
0: ping, ping. And this thing, what ping. is it? I'm picturing like the bottom of a velociraptor walking through the desert. Is that, it, am I on target? It's more like a um, – yeah,
1: I'll show you a picture. Actually, if you go to my Facebook, I've got a picture up on there now, I think. Let me see. be easier for you to, like, show the crowd.
0: Yeah. You can see it pretty well there. So, which one am I looking for? The one with the remote? Yes. So, this is what he's asking us to look at. I just can't see the device. Um...
1: So the device you see on the left side of the gun how there's a round thing? Mm-hmm. It looks exactly like that on the right side. And it's sort of connected to like a, a tripod bolted to the, the top the roof of the vehicle I'm in and when and the whole thing like rotates the gun left and right up and down. It's like an auto it's kinda of like a sentry gun, but it's a remote control sentry gun. That, that's that's basically what it is.
0: Um, <sighs> I guess you know, you ask yourself, what would you do if money were no object, right? And you hear money no object, and you often think, well, money's kind of sort of an object, right? Like money no object being three million, or money no object meaning like 350 million. And this is one possible answer you would just create an earthbound Jurassic Park. So there's a lot of people I lost you for a second there. People
1: I've seen them. I've, oh, I'm sorry. Am I good now? Yes. So I, I found it really interesting to see what, I find it really interesting to see what really wealthy people do with their money. And mm-hmm. I have a lot of respect what for what this guy did with his, mm-hmm. because he's basically created a non-profit wildlife uh, habitat where, you, you know, you go and hunt the animals, but all of the proceeds go to wildlife charities and conservation charities and stuff like that. And he explained to me like this one situation where there was a certain kind of, wild game on that was popular among texas safari ranches Mm i don't know what it was let's just call it pronghorn for the heck of it um and they made it illegal to hunt for pay these those animals Mm -hmm. so all the ranchers killed them all for free they just murdered them all so now all of them are gone Because you can't have an animal out there that's illegal to shoot on your ranch where people come to pay to shoot things. You just can't have it. They're either going to accidentally shoot it, or it's going to be you know taking your resources. So in effect, the government was trying to save these animals, but but they ended up wiping them out. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's lots of situations like that. So the guy genuinely cared for the animals, and when you're driving around, I can't. Don't I want you to understand that I'm not exaggerating when I say this? I saw thousands of deer. He had so many animals that as you're driving around, they're just everywhere, like Hmm. watching you. I I was chasing armadillos through the desert, um, like chipping through rocks for fossils and Indian artifacts. We found all kinds of Indian artifacts, all kinds of crazy stuff. There's a silver mine on the place. It used to be owned by some German baron who mined (coughs) over 30,000 ounces of silver. Uh, He was murdered at some point, and they still haven't found his silver mine but the records are there. They know that he mined the silver, so it's there somewhere on the property. So he kind of like walks around looking for the silver mine and other caverns and stuff like that. He went into one of these caverns, and there was a 50-foot-tall pyramid of bat guano, bat shit, (laughs) and he was kind of crawling through it or crawling over it to get to the other side, and he inhaled some of the dust or whatever from this bat guano, and he got an illness. I don't remember the scientific name, but they call it like cavern disease or, or cavers disease or something that like this that. is a
0: thing I've, I've heard of barely of it
1: you can you can imagine the <clears throat> medical services that this gentleman could afford i'm sure mm-hmm. he got the best treatment but it still took him six months to recover from this thing and he he was he was talking about being in his hot tub with like a you know at 104 degrees and shivering and stuff and like night sweats where he'd wake up drenched mm-hmm. like it was a real problem so i was like well if we go to that one maybe we'll just bring a respirator huh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. He's like, ah, we won't go to that one. There's like <laughs> another one. There was another one that was full of brown recluses, and he'd been bit a couple times. No, and there was a, really? There was a no. yeah, yeah. There was that another one. Fu- there was another one full of daddy long legs, millions of them, and they fell off in balls of themselves in clumps. And every time you would squ- go down the ladder, you'd squish like a million of them. And he realized that he was because he, he was feeling sick because he'd been inhaling the like vapor of crushing millions of daddy ton- long legs. Mm. And then there was another one where they had like went they had crawled, 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 and then went up and crawled some more on another level. And they li- and they started feeling like lightheaded. He was like he asked his buddies, like, Do you feel dizzy? And the guy's like, Yeah, I do. Let's get out of here. And then the lights went out. Their lights died. So <laughs> <laughs> they had to like find their way out in the oh dark. And it's so dark down there. The, I mean, the restream reason-
0: and everything, I installed fiberglass in my crawlspace
1: oh tell me more god damn
0: <laughs> no please don't was it me... itchy <laughs> it was it was <laughs> dude that's incredible I,
1: uh, that's i'm inc- covered my whole body is covered with like bruises and like
0: i don't know bites and see. bruises oh
1: i see yeah yeah no like, doubt like, all my, my shins and knees are covered with those things from crawling uh, mm-hmm. on the rock on the bottom. Oh, there was Allosaurus footprints, fossilized Allosaurus footprints. I got images of those with, like, my hands in them and my feet next to them. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, some of the, you know, there was the kangaroo. Oh, the, the camel. Let me, let me show you the camel. Ho- I, hopefully this will show up. You can let me know how well it shows up. I'll okay. uh, try to get this going real quick here. I had never seen a camel in person except for maybe like some sort of petting zoo safari, safari where you like drive past one really quick and it's just some like sad camel who doesn't have any friends <laughs> but um this camel
0: uh you're gonna need volume for this hey, camel in here, camel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's orgasmic i will get
1: you a boyfriend
0: can you hold it sideways? What would yeah, happen? You dust it. Landscape. Oh, yeah. oh, there yeah. we go. Oh, no that's oh, not better. That, yeah. what it like hey, there? I'm going <laughs> to fix this. I'm going <laughs> to fix this.
1: This <laughs> is <a, laughs> pretty funny. Let me turn the rotation on this phone off. And Do this thing. Oh, yeah,
0: oh
1: yeah. <laughs> All right, and I'm going to get my microphone over here so there's some audio as well. I won't get you a boyfriend. I need to get you a big daddy camel in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll get you a big daddy camel in here. got to get you a bath first because you're dusty. <laughs>
0: you.
1: Oh, yeah. Come here. Oh. What bit my ear off
0: right now? I She's so sweet. Ah! <laughs> Look at
1: this. Look at this thing. It loves me.
0: Wow. <laughs> Dude, that's... I feel like you came home emotionally richer than you were before. Like, oh, yeah, man. That's an amazing I came experience.
1: Home. I came home feeling good, man. I had a great time. I, uh, I, I, uh, I had a great time. I Is helped, it pure good thing,
0: or did, did... Oh, yeah, it was pure... We were there,
1: with like, uh, working with... I, I want you guys to really watch the next FPS Russia video because it's an important one to me. We were helping out some wounded veterans. Uh, they, they were kind of part of the thing for us. We got them out there and uh, their track chairs, and we, get, we made them part of what we were doing. And, uh, like, you know, you would think that physically they couldn't do what we were doing, and we just fucking made it happen. We picked them up and put them in there, uh, a guy named Dylan. So we had a great time. And uh, hmm. that part was great. Uh, spent the whole weekend with that guy. Uh and got to, got to know him a little better. I'd met him before, but we had a great time. Yeah, it was it was genuinely good, and and I, I really liked hanging out with the guy that owned the place. I feel like he was kind of um, in a similar position as I am at some uh, sometimes, uh, with you know, it being kind of hard to make friends. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so,
0: so it was a good time. Everyone's got their palm out, right? Everyone like it. Yeah, you
1: know, we <laughs> we didn't talk about that at all, but I.
0: Not, you know, not necessarily you, you for know money, it, but you like, know, it, it
1: must be true for something. You know. I'm sure Dude, it's difficult.
0: The, the nanosecond I tell someone about what I do, they're trying to leverage it in some way that can help them, and it's, yeah. it's just weird sometimes. You know, it's like it's not that I don't want to; it's just that I, like, oh, I see how it is, right? You know. And the whole thing
1: was really physically challenging as well. So, like, I was a little worried when I went on the trip. I was like, man, I'm I'm missing out on my paintball workout here. I, you know, I've been hitting it hard every day. I've been mm-hmm. I've me get my cardio and lifting weights. It's like, Kind of a shame I'm not gonna be able to work out on this trip. I feel like I got a great workout. Yeah. I came back. Sounds I'm like down. It. I'm down to 175 now. I'm running two miles a day. Just, um, I, it's it. Those kids are gonna fucking pay, man. When we get to <laughs> that fucking paintball trip, I'm thinking about taking some gymnastics class. Maybe limber up. Maybe get some cartwheels mixed in there. Some handsprings I don't know. Working on my lower body strength, doing lots of squats and uh, and deadlifts. Like i I'm, I'm really gonna have some fun because this thing finally showed up. <laughs> what am I looking this at? This is the Die Dam, the Die, it's D-A-M, Die Assault Matrix. This is a semi-automatic, three-round burst, or fully automatic magazine or hopper-fed paintball rifle. It shoots first strike rounds. It's, uh, it's got a quad rail, so it'll take just about anything Picatinny-related that your regular AR-15 will take, like uh, like some of this shit I've stuck on there. You can see it'll do mag feed, so it'll take those first strike or paintballs in here, but I'm going to have first strikes. Each side is 10 rounds, so when you want to reload, it's you just pop it out, rotate it. Put it back in again. I got a shitload of these. I got like twenty of them, so I'm gonna have those strapped all over me. Hmm. Um, I put my L can on there, so let
0: me make sure. It's be... oh. <laughs> I know how much an L can costs. That's why I'm laughing. That is not a paintball scope. Hang on, I'm gonna give you a good sh- good view here. That oh. thing costs so much that I was afraid of it bouncing in my uh, center console in my truck. It is. It's a very nice scope.
1: Yeah. So it's a pretty nice scope. It, it is quite expensive, but the scope that I want to put on there, I'm going to talk to them tomorrow, and it's $8,500. I want to put that motherfucker on here. That's going to make for some good video. Um, a couple other things it'll do. It's all electronic over here, so I've got like three buttons. There's no like AR selector switch, which is kind of a bummer at first, but then I learned the codes, and you got a lot more uh, going on with these tiny buttons that are over here than normal. It's regular AR-15 stocks, so I'm going to put – got like a couple hundred dollar – Magpul scock I'm going to put on there instead. And if you just want to shoot paintballs, I've got this box rotor. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it holds like 325 paintballs or something like that. So I can shoot like 28 balls a second or something. Just, you know, just spray and pray everything in existence. I'm going to put a camera uh, right here on this Picatinny rail, and it's going to look through whatever optic I use. So the fans are going to get to see... The paintballs go, you know, from the scope, like like first-person shooters, uh, really well defined. And I'm gonna put another camera on my helmet. I'm gonna put another camera um, on the side over here. So you're gonna have three different viewpoints plus a cameraman. Uh, and I think it'll make for some good videos.
0: Good lord, that's
1: it. These kids are gonna pay.
0: I, I'm <laughs> really what they're
1: excited paying for it. I, I, <laughs> For being born, being born. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's like uh, Ringo from uh, from Tombstone. He's, he's like he's got a big hole in the rightness center of him. I just want to fill it with shooting little children with my paintball gun. That's what it's gonna
0: be. I, I'm really excited about <sighs> I going. I think again, I'm a- so remember, we went to CPX the first time. And the um, the rental guns were those Tipmans, which are a perfectly reasonable rental gun. They're very durable. If you wanted to rent guns out to people who were going to not take care of them, Tipman would be yeah. a super good choice. But the place we're going to, was it PB Explosion or something like that? Yeah, Paintball Explosion. Paintball Explosion. Or PB Explosion, maybe. Uh, maybe. So they have an upgrade for like an extra $10. bucks. i have been told you can get like an axe equivalent, whatever that is, you know? Mm. Yeah, which means that a lot of our subs are not going to be as outgunned as we're used to. I never
1: thought the paintball guns mattered that much. To be they honest.
0: did. Oh my God! If you thought that was our talent, you're crazy. We we were we were, we were firing ropes out there. It, it, like we it, we were in pretty much full auto, and they were like jiggle shake shooting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was yeah. That was true to some in that ex, in, in that situation. That was absolutely true. But we were we were outnumbered like five or six to one or like something. Like ten so. to one. I remember yeah, were being
0: like them. eighty to eight or something like that.
1: Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's about right. It was it was all of them plus like our like eight best yeah or
0: like that. It, it was like whatever like five or six youtubers and then a couple uh paintball guys yeah and uh yeah that was great but if they had guns that shot like ours did i, I think we'd have been shot back more yeah also so, we had unlimited ammo like we were bringing cases out and stacking them on our side of yeah. it. Well. that was fun. so so i'm pretty sure that's going to be april 11th and 12th mm-hmm i um, hope so i invited Lozan. he said that um he didn't literally say he was going. He said, he, like, he's like, I totally want to go. Let me just make sure I don't have any fighters fighting. And then he wrote back and said, I'm all clear. So okay. the, Yeah. The, I don't know what we can get for him. The only I promised him was uh, that we'd squeeze him into our rooms.
1: Yeah. You'd yeah. definitely do that because Taylor uh, isn't going to be able to make it. Okay. So it'll be uh,
0: you, me, Chiz,
1: and, and Joe. That'll okay. Be, Joe can squeeze in a room and that, that way we can, yeah, everything will work out nicely. Um. And what else was I going to say about that? Yeah, so so don't, like, sign up for it. There's nothing to sign up for just yet. We're going to get a whole thing going, so there will be a thing to sign up for. And I'm hoping we make it so that, like, PKA people and YouTube people in general that are coming for our thing are getting, a, like, a special package, you know? Yeah, some we'll, sort of
0: coupon be, code, discount package yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: and, and I'm thinking <laughs> of maybe, like, and I haven't pushed this past anyone. I'm going to suggest it and see if it flies anywhere. But maybe do, like, a whole package where maybe you get, like, a a souvenir or a t-shirt from the thing like you know something like that if we're getting enough signups i think that could definitely be a thing um and what else so yeah so kind of mark that off in your calendar april uh, 11th and 12th left that weekend yeah the goal is to a, do it.
0: that's a saturday and a sunday
1: yeah i think it would be cool to do two days up there because there's just so much to do and uh and i like two-day events and i love chicago and
0: uh and yeah yeah that should be cool oh
1: oh one more thing so I was thinking, so I met this guy out there in Texas who was on the ranch. He works there, and he's sort of a, um, a bushcraft expert slash survivalist, and he does classes out there, like survival classes. So I haven't pushed this past anyone either, and I wanted to see what you thought about it. But if we were ever going to actually go ahead and, and do another survival trip, a cool place to do it would be out on that ranch amongst African uh, game with a survival expert. And I think, because I think that would be a way for us to, you know, the filming of all the videos would be a good way to promote the ranch and to promote the survivalist classes they do, as well as to, you know, accomplish our goals. I'm down.
0: I'll do it. Yeah. Okay. I, but that I'll, uh, sounds like a great time.
1: I'll have Kitty ask uh, that gentleman if uh, if he's up for it. He was a really nice guy, too. I How I got to say, I, um, I'm going to say 40, uh, 45, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a everyone that I go on a lot, a lot of these trips, and there'll be like one douchebag in the crowd, or one guy who's a little off, and he's a little weird, or something like that. And everyone on this trip was gen, a genuinely like cool guy with an interesting personality and great stories and a good sense of humor. And uh, this guy John was was one of those people. I was I remember we were up really early one morning, uh, like just watching the sunrise out back, looking at this incredible view you could see for about a mile and a half to these orchards, and there was cattle in between and green fields and just. Blue sky forever. And we were talking about the space program. Um, he, he had um, he had been involved in some way in the space program back in the day. And uh, we were talking about the Russians and the cosmonauts. And we were talking about the United States and, and a few other things. And before I left, he um, he gave me a flag that went up about 25 or 35 years ago in one of the cosmonaut missions, one of the Soyuz missions or something. Uh, and it's signed by all the cosmonauts plus a Frenchman who was like the first Frenchman to go up or something like that. So uh,
0: he's got yes. – got me one of those he got that for you well he gave it to me yeah that's amazing yeah that's amazing that's every every,
1: that uh, was a
0: cool little that was a cool gift i I was really thankful that's that sounds like the coolest week ever that you just had
1: i had a great time uh we went to the alamo um Mm -hmm. i don't know what else um it was a ridiculous ridiculous trip i had a great time i've never seen so much cool stuff uh all in one place um I really uh, – I'm really – I wanted to stay longer. <laughs> I think at one, at one time he said something like, well, you could just stay and you could take my truck to the, the airport in a day or two and you could fly out late. And I, and, uh, but then something happened and we like gunned down some animals or something and I never went back to that. But <laughs> I, I kind of wish I was still out there now uh, chasing armadillos and playing yeah. with camels. Th-
0: <laughs> this whole concept of endless money is a crazy thing. I'm like, how do I yeah. make that happen?
1: Oh, uh, you had a runway. Um, he, he's he's got an explosives magazine they're getting their f e l he's on a he's on an f f l so he's got his machine guns and stuff uh what else the runway oh they had this giant they call it the big blind um and it's up on a hill it's a blind you you walk up like two flights of stairs and it's a big round hunting blind with window with maybe it's a circle it's a it's a circular room with maybe Eight windows all the way around uh, that you can lift up and close. Uh, it's got a, it's got cameras looking at all the feeders in six different directions from this mountaintop, and one vi- one view is eight hundred fifty yards, one's three hundred fifty, and everything in between. And the camera, and you can look at the, the the TV up there, and it's displaying what the cameras are doing. So when you see an animal on the camera, you can stop playing poker or whatever else you're doing in there, and you can open the uh, the window and shoot your animal. It's <laughs> It's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's I, uh, crazy. And, and there were so many animals that I'd never even heard of or seen before. Like, he knew most of their names, and he was like, oh, this is a blibidi blah and a Jimmy Joe, and that's a red stag. And it's like, those are like $12,000 to each to just to get. And I'm just wondering, like, what do you have to pay to shoot one of those motherfuckers? Do,
0: how, do people have ultralights in your area? Ultralights, like the planes? Yeah, it's a plane, but it doesn't even require a license.
1: Yeah, I think so. I've seen those um the ones that are like para paraplanes, but Right, right. It's I'm not parent. sure I'm not sure about what I, the ultralights actually look like.
0: <clears throat> oh, it kind of looks like a hang glider with a um with a prop on the back of it. But you sit oh, down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And uh It's just, very dangerous. Yeah, well what if So I don't know, I just had a, a bee in my bonnet lately because I'm from the fucking 1920s a, a, about an ultralight. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, huh, you know, I've totally got enough land to like take off and land an ultralight if I wanted Woody, to.
1: Woody, come on. Uh, Alright, so first of all, you could afford a, a, a larger plane than that. Second of all, that's too dangerous for a man of your responsibilities. <laughs> and there is no third of all. There's no third of all. You don't need a third of all. Like You can get a safer plane for i don't know $75,000 and learn to fly the thing and the maintenance would be like 10 grand a year or something and you'd have a plane that you could fly, you know, three states in any direction in mm. after $5,000 worth of lessons. That's pretty that's a lot of money, but then you got a fucking plane. That ultralight thing, man, I I don't know. I could just see like one mistake, one gust of wind out there.
0: I just yeah, I guess it was just the down. idea of taking off from your backyard that was kind that's of cool. That's cool. Well, helicopter. if you're going
1: to do that, I think the paraplane is the safest option because it's got a parachute on it. So if everything fails, I feel like you still just float down.
0: Yeah, I don't know what's safer. I know in hang gliding, for some reason, the um the para ones don't have a parachute, but the hang gliders, they all have parachutes. Mm-hmm. I don't well, the know. Par- the,
1: the para <clears throat> thing I'm talking about, you know, it's, I don't know, you're like on a little skiff type thing with like a... A big fan right behind you, a prop blowing
0: behind yep, yep. my... you. And like an, almost an inflatable wing above you, right? Yeah. Pay, those like a, wings, I, they can I, fail. They can get all tangled up and deflated and stuff. I so suppose so. They can turn into a popped balloon. Flying's not safe if you're doing it in your backyard. And <laughs> yeah, I'd probably just all talk. I don't know. I just know, yeah, thought the idea, like, I could take off and put a hang glider. Or not a hey, hang glider, an ultralight hey. right here. We could see how we could see how my
1: year goes and maybe we'll split a small plane. That'd be mm. interesting. Maybe you get into like a six seater Cessna for like forty grand. That'd be something
0: interesting. That's the cost of a car. You gotta move up here, man. Nah, I don't wanna take you from your family. But that'd be Please. <laughs> <laughs> my sister, especially when my,
1: when my power went out, I went over to my parents' house to shower uh-huh. and just spent like that much amount of time with my mom. I was ready to just fucking end it all. <laughs> <laughs> she was boring me to death. Trying to, t- she like she warned me about the heater in that bathroom three times. Like I, I, I get drugged behind cars and shit in my in my spare time, and she's warning me about the heater in there three times before what? I can even get in there to take a shower.
0: What, what was it's the that heater
1: switch? You know, it's that top switch. Now, be careful. Now, it, if, if if those wires in there, I think something happened the other day. Because sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, and then sometimes it comes on and it just comes back on later and it goes off. And I'm just like, Mom, I'll be okay. I'm, I'm not gonna need a heater. I mean, my house is ice cold, so like, <laughs> I'm happy I'm to be here where there's warmth. So like, and she's, I don't know, just little things just kept annoying me. Oh God! And then she said some like racist shit that I don't even know <laughs> if I should share. This is what she said. She was, she said something. She's like. I don't know how we got there, but she mentioned she was like, and then then that dot head that owns the Dairy Queen in town, and I was like, oh, she's like, that dot head's gonna blow us all up that lives in the Dairy Queen in town, and I'm like, Mom, that's a completely different group of people. Like, <laughs> like uh, those people are technically Asian, I think. he was like, no, they're not. They're sand niggers. And I'm just oh, like, oh,
0: no. no. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's redemption. Redemption. <laughs>
1: I was like, "Oh, mom, God, no!" I was like, "I said, mom, if you're gonna be intolerant like this, we're just gonna have to stop talking." She's like, "Intolerant," <laughs> and I just like walked away. I was like, "Jesus Christ!" She's like, "What are you doing here, anyway?" And I'm just like, "I'm looking for a gun, any guns that I might have left over." She's like, "We should just get them all and take them." I'm like, "That's what I'm fucking doing." So it was just <laughs> by the time it was over, and and. I just really wanted out of there. So I got my shower and split.
0: So I talk about my parents on the show a lot, right? Sometimes I talk about my, my father in particular being like crazy Christian fundamentalist or like non-thinking right-wing whatever who doesn't believe in evolution or that the world's only a few thousand years old. Sometimes I talk about their ridiculous sex life. But what happens is I talk to my mom on the phone. And uh, like she... She doesn't mention the crazy things I talk about. She mentions something else, like, "Oh yeah, I was watching Painkiller already." So, uh, so Kyle got Cooper tires, huh? Right? But I know, and she knows I know. Like, like it, like <laughs> it's like fuck. She's listening to this. She knows what we talk about. She's on top of this whole scene. It's, uh, yeah. So Kyle got Cooper tires, and mom praises dad in bed. So my mom.
1: Yeah, they don't. They don't watch my. Uh, they don't watch the show. Uh, my dad watches the videos, uh, like my gun videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if my mom does. I know my dad does. My mom's seen a few of them. I'm sure. Uh, uh, and they're all. They're all very proud. But m- mom just gets a bit annoying. Uh, mm-hmm. t- to me, we we've never gotten along. So yeah, please take me. Take me away. <laughs> I, uh,
0: Are you thinking about moving just- up here?
1: No, because I'm about to get the explosives license and everything. I've got mm. that all sorted out. It, it, one of the one of the best parts about doing that Texas thing is hang, hanging out with my tank and artillery buddy, and he's going to come down and we're going to fill the paperwork up side by side. He's going to he's going to inspect my bunker before anyone else does, and or my magazine rather. And mm-hmm. think I'm going to go ahead and just get two of those explosive licenses, uh, one for theatrical purposes, if you will, and one for a uh, another another project. So
0: so here. We're talking about a swimming pool in the backyard. Not now. Not you know, we'll be moved in and stuff. Maybe in the winter cuz it's cheaper to have a pool built in the winter. And um they're like there's a good chance that there's giant rocks under my yard. Like giant oh. rocks like you know, bus-sized rocks. Mm-hmm. And they would have to blast them and stuff. Yeah. And it costs like 10 grand to get this stuff blasted out. And I'm thinking I totally know a guy. <laughs> We'll just blast the rock. We'll get it covered. Did, I don't it, it seems like we'd need equipment like giant leather blankets or not leather, um lead blankets or something like to <laughs> to contain the explosion, make sure we don't blow up the house. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe we'll do a little I, blasting.
1: I don't know much about blasting, but I could learn, I suppose. <laughs> what better I'm, place than my yard? I'm willing. I'm willing <laughs> to try right next to your home. I'm sure you have a <clears throat> C4 insurance, or whatever they call it.
0: <laughs> Probably.
1: <laughs> oh, I got a new pocket knife. Like Really? Also. Like it's, yeah. This is a... Uh... Is that an expensive pocket knife? I'm not sure. They didn't have any prices.
0: <coughs> um, what did he just... Did your new friend give it to you?
1: No, it was... Um, it's from CRKT. I, mm-hmm. I'm working with them uh, now, and uh, we're going to do some giveaways and stuff, and they sent me their... Um... I can't tell. Is
0: that a blade on two sides? Does the spine of it have, and you're frozen for me right now, but did, there, does the no. spine of it have a blade or is it just sort of looking like that? No, okay. No, it doesn't. Gotcha. Um, it's, uh, I
1: don't, re- let's see what it's called. I want to get the name right. It's not out yet. This one's not. It won't be out till May. It's called a, uh,
0: hmm,
1: uh, deviation. Hmm. Deviation is the model name uh, by CRKT. I think I'm going to give some of these away on Facebook at some point, coming up soon. Not not these in particular, but just a lot of stuff from them. Hmm. So that's a pretty cool company, and I like this. I'm I'm really digging this knife. I was looking through their um, I don't know their brochure or whatever the thing with all their knives, and like I picked the one I want, and uh, Kitty picked the one she wanted, and uh, and and we both ended up picking the exact same one. We both like this one most of all out of their whole catalog. So yeah, new knife.
0: I've been carrying a knife lately, and I use it. All the time, so... Yeah. Uh, here, I'm in my underwear. That's okay, I can't see. <laughs> Earlier, just, I had to, like, turn my... My computer was overheating, so I had to... Shit! Fucking cords. So I had to, um, like, turn the fan on and open a window and shit like that, and uh, I totally showed my underwear. But, back on topic. So, I've got two things. One, just because I'm, like, doing construction and stuff all the time, I carry a utility knife... Uh, like this oh you can't see me I forgot we're working, working that out, but this is a uh, you've probably seen these It's just a utility blade with like a little laser razor blade that you'd use to cut like insulation and vapor barrier and like anything on a construction site Not what you'd use as a pocket knife, but um, Sadly Kyle can't see me. This really sucks. The other thing I have is this um, Have you seen the knife I have in my? um money clip? Yes. Yeah, so I have that The challenge is, if you guys can see this, you have to slide your stuff down a little bit for this button to press. There's a button there, and then you pull the thing out and you've got a little knife. I use this thing all the time, but it's a pain in the ass all the time. Like, it's better than no knife for opening boxes and such, but I don't know. I've been tempted to get something like Kyle has in his hand just because that's what you want. That thing will be insta ready and it'll be better
1: yeah I don't know. I think a good thing to have is one that's because this one's pretty heavy I don't know it it, it it I don't know if you can tell by looking at it but it is quite heavy
0: And it's so, full size too i
1: yeah it's it's a bigger knife um I've got that little orange uh, Kershaw knife mm-hmm. and I I, I I wear that I wear like a zipper Armani jacket a lot and it goes in a zipper like right here and I've just always got it like right there on my chest I can grab it and then when I'm done with it it always goes back in that same pocket so it's just there and it's so light you don't even notice it So there's something to be said for that as well. But the kind of the way that I'm outfitting myself these days is like there's a knife in this pocket and one in my pocket in my pants pocket and there's (laughs) another one stuck in my car door. It's the same thing with guns and ammo. I'm so forgetful and I leave so many things behind that if I don't have like three of everything in every car, (laughs) then I'll just end up unprepared. I've got so many uh, GoPro accessories right now that I'm getting (laughs) ready for this paintball thing. I uh, I got that guy, that Pistol Pete guy, to three D print me a mount like he uses uh, to get that viewpoint, and he's three D printing me a uh, a fifty round uh, box magazine for uh, for this rifle that will shoot the first strike rounds. So I'll be able to shoot first strike rounds fifty at a time, fully automatically. Those things are like forty dollars for a hundred. So I think I'm gonna show up with like two or two or three hundred dollars worth, something like that. I'm um, I'm I'm really excited. <laughs> I can't tell you like, like like everything I do is in some way like yeah that'd make me faster for paintball. <laughs> like I'm, I I'm, as I've got stairs that lead up to the top. I, I I take I'm taking like gigantic steps every time and like taking them really slow and like uh carrying weights up and down the stairs like trying to go really fast. I'm I'm doing box jumps. Um I'm thinking about getting one of those parachutes to sprint against. Um, I'm hiking uh, been hiking all week just my
0: I totally want some videos of you like you know I,
1: I've considered doing that
0: now yeah yeah yeah
1: I'll do that I'll do that I, I'm gonna work out when we're done here I'll set a camera up and it'll just be like I'll get some b-roll of like my feet going faster and faster and stuff like that He's like, a
0: maniac maniac. Yeah. I'll, I'll start out
1: I'll start out, like bench pressing like 140 pounds and just every day it'll be a little more yeah I'll totally do that.
0: Oh, man, you could do it as our as a promo video on the second channel
1: <laughs> I like that because I'm gonna make am I'm gonna make some FPS Russia videos about this rifle. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna show off the accuracy of this thing with first strike rounds. I've got a custom barrel coming for it. I'm I'm waiting on that, and uh, and I'm gonna see if that thermal optic company is is game for. Uh, I I thought it'd be a really good way to promote a thermal optic company by like hunting people with a with it. You know, you think and, yeah. And, you know, they always hear about people. um, We're talking to them tomorrow, I believe. Okay. And you always hear about, like, people freezing (laughs) paintballs. So, like, don't – before you get ahead of yourselves, that's not what I'm doing. But I was thinking if I just refrigerated my paintballs and made them, like, you know, 50 degrees or something like that on, like, a 70 or 80 degree day. And thermal, there's enough of a temperature Mm, variance mm -hmm. that you'd be able to see them, like, tracers maybe going through the air against the, like – there's a couple modes on this scope, so I can do it. I can do it so that it's like black and white, and white is body heat, and black is like cold areas, and that's the differential you're seeing. Or I can change it to like basically predator mode, like infrared mode, where you're seeing like just like the predator sees. You know, all the body heat registered in different um, color you should schemes. Experiment
0: refrigerating might be the way to okay. go, sure. or heating them might be the way to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all about.
1: Yeah, it's all about getting a, the biggest temperature variance between the the environment and. The item yeah. you want to highlight. You might want to so. bake
0: them at like 150 or something. <laughs> yeah.
1: oh, pl- they are plastic and gelatin, so maybe that might not be the way. I don't you know go.
0: how much you can bake them. Like like you're alluding to, you know that. What's the melting? Because even point if you leave on them on in the them?
1: even if you leave them in the sun, that that can that makes them they get, get kind of yucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe not
0: that, but hopefully refrigerating works. Right. I'm just afraid yeah. because refrigerating is dark. So. Well, oh, I can invert that. You can. Oh, oh, okay. Invert- well, then that's yeah. that. That sounds good.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the best part. So <clears> that enables for, for for filming purposes. For example, it might be hard to to keep like something hot all all day, but it's easy to get like ice <clears water throat> and have like ice water in something showing up white, cold or black cold, whichever you prefer,
0: whichever okay, it looks. I can kind of see this, right? Like I'm out there. I've got hoppers all along my back. You know, Joe's out there. He's got hoppers. Kyle's got thermoses full of half frozen. <laughs> he pulls them out, loads his cold rounds be fun i think i've got
1: a video of some uh, some thermal that i did one time i'll try to share it with a link because it's a
0: longish video did you share it yet not yet tell me when because i have to like change the picture and stuff
1: i will So, if you start at like 9 minutes and 28 seconds, I'm linking you right now. 9 minutes and 28 seconds. This is some fairly um, cheap thermal. Or at least it's... Cu- the the thermoscope I'm getting will look much better than this.
0: All right. Are we did you try to say play or do you want to sync it? I'll sync. Uh, I'm at 928. 3, 2, 1, play.
1: I've got... Uh... Night's armaments thermal scope on here and we're going to shoot some jugs down there. It's actually so hot out here today that I've got So that's a, pretty uh, good. That's a clip-on system though. That's basically um, see how real life thermal looks. Okay, so like I, said, the sc- I What you're going to be seeing is uh, you can we can see it right there. It's the scope is looking through the thermal device, but what I'm going to get for this uh, paintball thing is an actual thermal optic, so the scope itself has the thermal part built in.
0: Hmm. I, what's cool about the paintball is you'll be able to it's see the incredible. the projectile fly. Like this, yeah, yeah, like definitely. I, like the, I'm look, I was looking for it in this, but it's probably really between frames or something, I, you know, just oh, yeah. like zap. Like We're using a Dazzle Platinum to record this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the, new, the, the, the thing I'm getting
1: is um, it, it, it onboard records in standard def, but since I'm going to be putting a GoPro through it, I'm going to see which looks better. Uh, and if the GoPro looking through it gets me actual HD, good-looking uh, footage, then I'll stick with that, uh, depending on how the uh, the onboard footage looks. But it's got an in- onboard DVR that records in standard def uh, what the scope's doing.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Painkiller nearly has a new, like, template. You haven't seen it yet, but I guess you will after this uploads. And uh, your video has been way better all show long. I'm looking forward to see what, merc- like, in my dreams... Murka's whole internet problem is significantly improved, right? Like, his, mm. just the audio delay impacts how much he can contribute. Remember him trying to do that trivia game where he buzzed in last for everything? Yes. <laughs> Which was funny, but, but it's not what you want. And, you know, every little quip he has or whatever, the timing can be a little off. Or, I'm hoping that this makes a big difference. I need to get, um, I want to have another mode for screen sharing because we do that a lot. So I'll, I'll get it sorted out. But as a first day, I'm going to say not bad. Not bad. And I agree. It, it's a I step agree. up. So uh, I
1: saw the template for a minute. I like the way it looked. And <laughs> oh, uh, I, right. I could see from your end that, that my picture did look better. And yeah. and, yours looks, and the frame rate alone on your end when I could see your camera uh, was really fast. So
0: it, yeah, much better. It's going to be perfect. One thing I've learned is that I need two cameras. One for like my yeah. capture program to use and one for my friends to see through. So we got that ordered. We'll have it for PKA and yep. um yeah good stuff so dude amazing trip i'm i envy what you're i, I, I want to be kyle when i grow up
1: yeah it, i had a great time um i'm going back out there again if there's any way to get you included in a trip I, as always I'll, I'll get you on out I there i didn't
0: want to ask but i was totally thinking that of
1: course and <laughs> and, I, I, and if there's a way that i can get uh that survival trip done like that mm-hmm. would be a, a good way to to swing it um because uh, he's he's already invited me back um to do other things uh you know to film some stuff and just to have some fun and hang out so um so yeah hopefully we get to go out there and do yeah. that. The survival trip would be outrageous because I swear dude like there's wild pigs out there. Oh, he's he's crossbreeding wild pigs that are there in Texas with Russian boar in this big pen. So to like increase the population on the ranch, and he's feeding them like, uh, like like scraps like like of dead animals. So they're like voracious in there, like bad <laughs> motherfuckers. They're scary. So when we go back, I'm gonna take one of my knives. I don't know which one. I may get a new knife. Like this knife's pretty big, but it's not really big enough. And my SEAL Team Elite, like that's
0: pretty big. That's but, an appropriate knife for the job.
1: I I think I want to get a spear. Like a legit spear or a knife. If they've got bull, if they've got dogs to run the pigs down, I'll def I, I'll use a knife. But otherwise, I think a spear and go like like in Game of Thrones, like mm. a
0: boar spear. Oh, I think that would be fun. Now, I was hoping that while you were on your trip, you were unable to listen to as much Game of Thrones as you had been before. There was a cold period, but I
1: still got some in there. There was definitely a cold period where, like, I was just give it up. Where are you? I am. Uh, Oh, let me open the actual app i am 23 hours and 20 minutes into
0: book number two so i'm 63 percent finished with book two okay i am one hour 18 minutes into book two okay so
1: you are, you are still uh 22 hours behind but i was 30 hours
0: behind i think
1: yeah you definitely you caught up eight hours in a week that's yeah, something to really, be said
0: for that. Yeah.
1: Really and I left my uh, headphones in my um, in my other bag, so I couldn't listen on the way back uh, night mm. before last from Texas. So yeah, you caught up for sure.
0: No, caught up is a stretch. I closed the gap a touch. There you go. We'll, we'll see where we can go from there. But ah, uh, oh, dude, your trip sounds amazing. Good for you. I yeah, I really
1: enjoyed myself. Great time.
0: <sighs> I uh, I have to figure out a way that I can be worth a quarter billion. It sounds right? nice.
1: Ah man, I I have no idea how much money that guy has. I'm just guessing because I know how much that ranch costs. Mm-hmm. It's just like <sighs> insane.
0: Yeah, my father had a friend worth not a quarter billion. It was like a hundred million. And um, Bill Gates says that's all you need. Bill Gates says that a hundred million, you you're set. You can have anything you want, and uh, and from that, you're you know the rest of it is just unnecessary.
1: Yeah, I could see that being true for sure. You, um, you could accomplish what uh, this gentleman has accomplished
0: with his money with 100 million, uh, I would think. Um, I guess, yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I, know, I know you could because I know how much the place costs.
0: You want to have enough money that your money still earns your money, though, right? Like, if you spent all 100 million on this place, then you're out of money. You want to have, like, you know, a good 30 million left so that if you earn 10% a year, that's 3 million, it'll build back up. Yeah, yeah, you definitely know, so. Something like that. Alright, Painkiller Nearly, episode 28. Um, Dude, your trip was amazing.